How are you, pal? I'm in, I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing better than whoever is in charge of the Olympics this year. Not saying I'm doing great, but they are not even doing close to good. So um, I don't know whether word was today because these get recorded on Thursday before we put them out on Friday or whether it was like Wednesday that they decided that, hey, um, we're back on a lockdown Delta variants doing some work of the cocoa. And now we are we're shut back down. There's no attendees. There's no families or anything like that. It's just athletes, athletes alone. I, uh, I believe that was announced today, which is Thursday. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's not good there, man. It really hasn't been good pretty much this entire time. So, uh, it's, it's ugly. We're going, we're going back to the bubble for some, for some of our athletes. And I'm sure they're going to absolutely love that. Honestly, I, I'm surprised that once, like today, it, it came down. I'm surprised Jimmy Butler didn't put in for the men's team because he just goes to another level in the bubble. They're a fluke. Get it? I do. I know why the Celtics are there. Uh, what? Why? Because they want fluke? the bubble. Yeah. No. No, they they got they lost the fucking Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> They've done that plenty of times. We're actually really good at losing the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> We're That's we are fair. terrible at making the finals. I just um, wanted an excuse to call the Celtics a fluke. That's fine. That's fine. Um, apparently, you know, now that we're talking about him, apparently Jason Tatum has said that he is has a good relationship with all the finalists for the Celtics job. So he is, quote-unquote, trusting Brad on this one. They already hired a guy. Well, no. I, he came out that he said literally yesterday, for it didn't even matter who it was. Like, we already know that he's been hired, but then why would he come out and say that a couple days, or not even a couple days, a couple weeks after he was hired? He goes, he goes, yeah, I had a good working relationship with all of the guys. What? That's something he should have said three weeks ago. Oh, I mean, this is his first press opportunity probably since since the hiring. So it makes a little bit of sense now. Now that I think about it. He should have just lied. He'd be like, I only wanted I only wanted DNA. He should have. But make make the bond that much stronger. You know. That's fair. Um, oh, I've got this on. I don't know when we want to talk about this. You know, we we've got to we're going to cover everything as much as we can. But I texted you and I got no response for this since we're on the NBA. Um, has anything changed in the James Harden being detained overseas situation? Uh, I think all it was was that he was searched by police and then he was like, "Oh." So did they keep a little baby then? Is that what happened? I think so. Oh, oh! I thought they kept both of them. This the old was, baby. This isn't the baby. Which baby is this? It is not the baby. No, it's it's a little baby. I don't know. Hey, as, as we as we can tell by by looking at me as a human, 
two people are named have the name baby in them, you can assume that they're the same person. Because that, that may- at heart, a 55-year-old man. Uh, yeah, that might be an understatement. That might be an understatement. Um, what did you think? Uh, you know, well, I'll just keep going along with this. We've got the NBA Finals. Uh, whatever. I, I, I don't know what topics. My brain is going about 10,000 different directions. So I don't even know. <laughs> tr- truly have no idea, you know, a- anything. But uh, Suns are up 1-0. Either when you're listening to this tomorrow, it'll either be 2 nothing or 1-1. Where where do you think we're going with this, Matt? I I think we're gonna go two nothing Suns. Okay, Gorilla takes a powerful two nothing lead. Uh, is that just because the supporting cast? What? Um, I think it's a mixture of the supporting cast. I think um, I think it's a mixture of I don't believe that Giannis is healthy enough for this series. And by healthy enough, I mean I think he was exhausted at the end of game one and his conditioning wasn't clearly there. And, and I think that's a, it's a big issue. I think that'll be an issue as the see, as the series goes along. Right. You're right. Uh, the conditioning was not even close to being there, but that's because he's pretty much been sitting down ever since the Eastern conference finals, because they would rather have him stepping on the court. than who, who would his replacement have been Jeff Teague? I promise you 25% of Giannis can do better than 110% of Jeff Teague. So that's, that's fair. I that's, think that's kind of their just, mentality that's, here. That's fair. I, I, I just think that the, the conditioning is going to start being a factor when you, when you consider that it's a hundred semi degrees outside in Phoenix and you got to go inside to play and going outside to inside kind of takes a lot out of you. I'm I'm not not disagreeing with that at all. I mean, Phoenix is a wildly different place than Milwaukee, wildly. It's true. But uh, it's his first finals, just like it's Chris's first finals. So there's zero percent chance either of them are missing any time. Um, they're both going to be going balls to the wall, and that's why that's why when I mean we we saw it with James Harden too uh, in the playoffs that he went from not playing to doubtful to a game time decision to then playing. I, I actually, I took the bucks spread and I lost, uh, but I also took the over in game one, but I, I thought to myself, I was like, there's, there's 0% chance that if it's a 50, 50 shot that Giannis is sitting on the bench tonight, it's his first finals, first game of the first finals, you know, e- even if he only now I actually, I'm going to look this up because I am I'm a little skeptical of this now. I'm going to look up. Uh, let's go to the NBA here. I want to see how many minutes he played game one. I would like to see this. Let me see if I can find this out. Because, oh, the over-under is at 220 and a half, taking the under. That's fair. Taking the, I hate that too. I hate it. Um, ESPN, why don't you do more linking? Damn it. No, I don't want to build my daily fantasy. I want to see how many minutes Giannis played game one. That's all I want to see. If I get there first, you're going to be upset. 
It says 40. I don't believe that. It's played 35 minutes. All right. You're going to have to, I'm going to beat your ass if you don't fix your headphones. I'm going to assault you. I started this by asking, by telling you it was new headphones and then asked you if they were fine. You said they were fine. Don't blame me. I gave no. you the. They 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 were fine. They just go in and out. It's weird. I gave you I gave you the choice. I oh, gave, that's beautiful. I gave you Whatever the ability. I, I gave you I gave you the ability to figure it out. Couldn't. I gave you. I gave you the choice. You said no, they're fine. So they're gonna be fine. Next month I'm giving you a a, a USB microphone. I'm I'm gifting it to you. Giannis played 35 minutes. Chris Middleton okay, five. And Drew Holiday played 40. How many Chris Middleton play? 45. Okay, see, Chris Middleton is where these woes lie for me because he is having, like, an, incent- an intense, like, bell curve of a playoffs. Like, going from unhuman, like, nobody can stop him to being, like, why is he even on the court right now bad? So, they need – I'm not even saying they need, like, in, like, you know, crazy, you know, best player on the court, Chris Middleton. I'm saying they need better than average Chris Middleton. Like he can't, he can't just throw a fastball here. He's got to be like pushing 105 on the radar. Got to go above average. There's right now off the top of my head, three. There's three games in this postseason where when he's taken 20 shots, he scored under 20 points. That's rough, man. That's rough. That, but that's that's impressive, though, considering that the other ones are like 30, 32, 26, 38. Really? I mean, it's three games where he shot 20 times and wound up under 20 points. That's I think that's impressive for a playoff. Okay. okay. Well, you know, may, maybe I'm just a little, uh, little critical then. It sounds like I need to be a little bit more accepting. I think you do. Did you know that the next I think year you need is... to know that this Milwaukee Bucks team is is very um, there. I think they're missing a piece. Well, here's the thing. I'm not gonna disagree with you at all. What piece do you think is necessary here? Ooh. You don't even have to say like a person. I mean, I, I'd love if you did, but more like position here. You ready for this? I, I want it. Feed me. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Um, I Here's the problem. I don't hate it. I think that a – why do you think because of like quickness, shot creation, all the above? What are we talking I think about? It's like, his, I think it's his quickness, his passing ability, and his, and his ability to – be the guy when they when they need someone to be the guy. I think that Milwaukee and Boston are incredibly similar, where it's one to two stars and they have role players, but then, but this one they're better than average role players, right? They have Rob Lopez and Drew Holiday, and I'm not saying that either one is bad, but they're certainly better than whatever the Celtics have. Clearly. I mean, so yeah, you're, you've got Giannis as your, your superstar. He's not even a star. He's a superstar. Um, right. I would say, I would say Chris is like a B plus. Um, and I would put, I would put, well, here's the thing. 
I, at, at one point in time last season, I would have put Drew at like an A minus B plus, but at, at this postseason, he's getting a B minus uh, for me. So if you want somebody else in that B plus category, I definitely think that they're out there. Um, and it seems like with the woes that the Pelicans are going through right now, like have, have they dealt JJ Redick or have they released him or. I'm assuming no. Wasn't he on the box? Am I am I smoking crack? Was he on the box? At one point in his career, maybe. Why am I thinking like this? How many years do you think JJ Reddick's been in the league? It's actually kind of an easier question than I think now. Uh it's I think 20. I'm just doing it. Uh he is, let's see, his first, his rookie season was 06, 07. Oh, so 15, that's close. It, it seems low, though, right? 15 seems yeah. low. He was in Milwaukee. He was in Milwaukee for a season. You bitch, you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, no, not even a season. He was there for half a season. He got traded at the deadline in February. Ish Smith for Benno Urida. Definitely said his name wrong. Dorian Lamb and Tobias Harris. Yeah, well, he, then, I mean, he, he was in Dallas last, or this season, sorry. So, well, half, half New Orleans, half Dallas. Man, that's, yes. he's been, he's been just passed around these past, like, four seasons. So, I'm not even saying him. I was using him as kind of a, a launch pad to talking about how the Pelicans, but not even J.J. Redick in this case, the Pelicans might be having a fire sale because if Zion pushes his way out somehow, then they're going to burn it all to the ground. And I think that's your only option to do. And so that would give them, that would give them Lonzo, right? That would give them the space to be able to acquire Lonzo. I'd rather, at least as a puzzle piece, I would rather be having him than LaMelo at the moment. Um, Depending upon what the Kings ask, I think De'Aaron Fox might be a really interesting get for them, too. You want to talk about a bullet? De'Aaron can absolutely move. But I think that they might ask a lot for him because he's pretty much their best player. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really know what the... The Kings would ask? Yeah, well, I don't know what the Bucs would would be able to offer him, right? Because it's like, you look at their... And you go through it, and you're like, Jeff Teague. Elijah Brandt. No. Pat Connaughton. No. Connaton. They, well, they, they would definitely put Connaughton in that, though. Probably, yeah, definitely. But, like, Connaughton alone, no. Dante alone, no. Don't you want to trade Dante DiVincenzo for LeBron James straight up? Seems reasonable. Of course, of course <laughs> I do. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Just this. Like, what, do you, what would you package together? Bobby Portis, Jeff Teague. Connaughton's going to be in there, and actually, they might even they might even toss in. No, they won't toss Drew in. Um, where the f- can I? Oh, they could easily put PJ Tucker in that conversation. Oh my god, yeah. You think they could really? No, only oh, president. Do you really think that the Milwaukee would trade him? Wait, um. Yes, hundred percent. Because I really? he's been 
he's been he's been a role player ten thousand percent. Has he been very helpful? Yes. Has he been like without him we'd be nowhere? No. And if you're saying that they're one piece away, I think that PJ Tucker is worth getting rid of for that piece. But again, you know, I I'm a little heavier on watching the East Coast teams, so that's where I'm coming from. But hey, you know what? Maybe his his defense acumen. They're like, we, we, we are not getting rid of this one. So, who fair. knows? Let's see. You know what? Do you think – oh, and actually, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but when Philly lost, one, we know it was funny. We all laughed. It was a good time for, for all of us. But what I'm thinking is I don't see why Philadelphia would be trading Ben Simmons this offseason. Why don't you why don't you say it? I think they would like for his trade value to climb a little bit because it's in the basement. His trade value has literally never been lower than it currently is. And so I think they'd like to try maybe during the regular season, pump the draft or not the draft stock, the trade stock up a little bit and then trade him at the deadline. So I think it's gonna happen, but I don't think it's gonna happen this offseason unless they're fine with settling for his lowest market value. But I mean, remember they, they took, they took him, they took him above Jason Tatum, right? Uh, yes. I think it was only one pick ahead of, I think it went two, three, yes. right? They, yeah. They went, no, they took Fultz. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did they have the first pick in that draft then? The Celtics traded them the first pick in that draft. You know what? That's what I'll remember Danny for. The good times. It was Fultz, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum were the top three picks. Also, if you want to look on, and I'm going to actually look this up now. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz has clearly not shaping up to be pick number one status. But I will say. I mean, he's on. He's doing well for – he did well, at least from what I remember with Orlando. In his – in his two seasons in Orlando, he has been better across every last single board possible. Well, I, I'm looking at it all. Games, games started, um, minutes per games, field goal percentage shot up, um, three points percentage stayed actually relatively the same, to be honest with you. Um, free throw attempts went from 50% to 75%. And points per game, over five more points per game. Like, these are tangible steps to see him getting better to where he'll be a piece, like, in a couple of years, I can easily see him being a piece like Drew Holiday or like Chris Middleton to where a team is like, hey, we really want him as a building block. So, Markel's getting better, and he's only getting better since he left Philly. And I think a lot of teams, like especially Golden State, and maybe even Toronto are looking at Ben Simmons the exact same way. They're like, holy shit, if they're willing to trade him so low for us, we'll get him to shoot right again. And if he doesn't, no loss for us. But if we can have if we can have this like defensive showstopper also learn how to shoot with his right hand again, then we'll be fine. It's crazy how they broke him. Like it, it's honestly just Philadelphia. You ready? You ready for this? I don't think I am. 
Okay. I'm going to make you ready for it. Ben Simmons was taken first overall in the 2016 draft. Without looking, do you know who went second? And you said what year? 2016. Oh, I'm going to sound super stupid here. What team? Or is that too is that too much? I will I will give you a fun hint here, okay? The 2016 and the 2017 draft had the same top three. What? Actually, it had the same top four. Well, in terms of teams? Yeah. And position. Um, it's not Brandon Ingram. Wait, you know what? I'm taking that back. And no, Brandon Ingram was 2015, right? You know what? I can't think of anybody else. I'll just go B.I. I'm so glad that you decided to just give up and go with that answer because that is correct. What? Damn, yeah. he's not been in the – That's a. I thought he was 15, not 16. Sheesh. It was Brandon Ingram. It was Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, Dreyer. If you can guess how old Dragon Bender is today, I will Venmo you five dollars. Okay. So now okay, Grant so he, drafted in 2015. He played for the Suns, the Bucks, and the Warriors, and now he's back in Israel. Wait, was was Bender you said drafted in 15 or 16? He was drafted in 16, excuse me. Okay. Okay, so he's at least five years old. Good start. Um 28. 23. No way. No way. <laughs> Did he? Oh, so then he came. I was trying to think that he would have. Okay. Um, no, they really don't like college. He right? made his professional debut at 15 years old in Croatia. What the fuck? At Fantastic. 17. At 17, he went to Israel. At 19, he went to the Suns. And now at 23, he's back in Israel. He's going to be so salty right now. He probably is. Um, anyway, as I finish the top 10 here, the I believe the 76ers are going to have remorse here for who I say at uh, number seven. Okay. So, Dragomander was four. Chris Dunn from Providence was five. And that, was also, that was also a great draft for them. I still think, I still think Chris Dunn's good. Buddy Heald was six. Okay. Hmm. Jamal Murray was seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Revisionist history is here. Marquise Chris was eight. We're so good at this, by the way. We're so good at revisionist history. It's unreal. It's true. <laughs> um, Thon Maker was 10. Yeah, Thon Maker. Uh... Sabonis was 11. Okay. Anyone else fun? Malik Beasley was 19. Karis LeVert was 20. Zizic was 23. Little Ante. Oh, wait. We took him, didn't we? Yeah, we did, and then we traded him to Cleveland. Pascal Siakam was 27. Who do we trade him for? (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Did you Any- say Pascal Siakam? Yes. Was 27. Okay. So if we're redrafting this, 
it's going to go some sort of like i'm hold I'm on t- hold on there's a second deal here okay alka brogdon all right I'm just taking I'm taking round one into consideration here. Only round one that you've given me. A top three's got to be in no particular order. It's got to be Siakam, Jalen, and Karis Levert. That's my that would be my top three if I'm redrafting. Brandon Ingram is going to come in at four. Really? I think Karis Levert's very underrated, especially coming after his uh um See, I still after would, his injury, I would have said I agree with you. Pascal would have been one. I think Brown would have been two, and I think seven, Simmons would have been three. I would rather have right now. I would rather have Jamal Murray or Sabonis on my team before. Well, I agree than Ben Simmons. Yeah, but Ben Simmons. No, we're redrafting. Star and we're an All NBA player. Right, right, right. But Ben Simmons is also an All Star and an All NBA player. Like they don't give both of those awards out to nobodies. Yes, they do. I won it in 1987. They give it out to scrubs. <laughs> Talking to an NBA legend here. And you could be a pro in any sport. What would you? Be, what would you go pro in? Oh, that's so simple. Basketball. Really? Okay. I that is not the answer. I thought you were going to give me. to sit on the bench. Yeah, that was not the answer I thought you were going to give me. And before anybody attacks me for saying that, I, I exhibit exhibit A, which is Costa Sante to Cuba. What a bum. That was such a bad move. It, was that the Sixers? No, that was the Lakers that took him. No, it was the Mavericks. And that was the 60th pick. It was, yeah, it was the last pick. It was the Mavericks. And then the Lakers signed him, hoping that that was going to help them sign uh Giannis. Um dumb. I don't want to play with my brother if I know he's in the Euro League. Really? Now he's in the Euro League and he's coaching playing for a team that I believe. I wonder if he'll be in the Olympics. Was yeah uh he I think he's on the roster. I don't think he'll play truthfully. I'm super surprised you didn't say golf, by the way. I want that on the record. I'm not good. I never like, said you had to be good. I would be I would be guaranteed millions of dollars to sit on the bench in the NBA. You're clearly not good at basketball. I'd much rather have that. You don't want to play football, get a little CTE while you're at it? Just well, a bit. I'm also like semi-tall, and I kind of have a three-point shot, so I can just get away with it that way. Hell yes. Do you have highlight tapes? Mm, no. I would have posted that so quick. So quick. Um, what oh, sports this you, is not what, the team that was coached by Rick Pitino. That makes me upset. Anyway. Uh, he's still on Iona, I thought. No, no, no. no. When, when Rick Pitino was in Greece. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and Rick Pitino's the coach of the Greek, Greek national team, for a fun fact for everybody. Why, why wouldn't he be? I don't know. I mean, who else are they going to get? Uh, where is... Uh, Where's David Blatt from again? I think it's like Eastern Europe. I do Yes, you are. David Blatt is from Boston. He's what? 
David Blatt was born and raised in Boston and then moved oh. to Israel to coach basketball. Dude, went to Princeton. I did not know that. You yeah. want to talk about a guy that and then, and then played basketball professionally in Israel and then coached in Israel. You want to talk about a guy that LeBron did dirty. That might be top of the list. Yes. Or um He's or, won, he, he went to the NBA finals and lost and then went 30 and 11 and they fired him. Yes. Or um who was the um, he was a coach on the Cavs, and then he left because of LeBron and then went to the Warriors. It was on their bench. Um, was it Brown? No, didn't he coach LeBron? Mike Brown. Yeah, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yes, 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 yes. That's who I was sorry, that's who I was referring to. Those to me are like top two that like LeBron's did terribly. Um also did you see the video of LeBron uh yelling at that announcer at his son's game? Yes. Let's see, you know what? I, I hate being on LeBron's side, but I mean when you get chirped like that, you gotta come back, right? When the when when the announcer's saying over the loudspeaker the years that that Bronny's only getting calls because he's LeBron's son. It's kind of a wild, that's a wild take. I'm all in for crazy takes, but I mean, just he was spouting them out like he was on a podcast. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong, but I don't agree with you. Okay. Why you just think you shouldn't have said anything? Uh, I just, I don't think he should have said anything. I don't. Cause I think, I think he, he is a man who is going to be eviscerated when space jam comes out. And if he's getting upset that he's getting called out at basketball games for getting calls in an NBA game, which is facts. And then having it happen to his son, which I don't know. Cause I don't watch his son play, but also could be facts. I can't wait for Space Jam to come out to watch his burner accounts just go up in flames. I've also, um, sometimes I save a tweet just so I can dunk on somebody if they're exceptionally wrong. It's one weird thing that I do. And um, Skip Bayless, after being up 1-0, after being up 1-0, he already congratulated Chris Paul on winning the NBA Finals. So if the Bucks come back and win, which is a very feasible thing to do, then I'm I'm gonna love dunking all over that one. That one's gonna be very fun for me. That's fair. That's um, fair. speak. Just, speaking, I'm, I just any okay. chance I can dig Space Jam, I will. So that's, okay, that's, sure. I'm I'm all in on that. Um, we are 11 years removed officially from the decision. I don't know that that clearly had a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, um, what's it called? A little bit more impact on me than you, just because of where I lived. But yeah, that that was the first great jersey burn I ever saw. Um, I mean, it did have an impact on me because he did it like an hour away from my house. Do you want to do, really? do that? 
I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. What the hell did he do? He did it. He okay. So let's just let's just take this base by base. He did this live on national television. Yes. With three teams in the running. Right. It was oh no, it was more than that. It was several teams courted him, but it really was like three teams. It was like the Knicks, the Heat, and the Clippers. Right in the caps. Wait a second. Microphone check. You don't want you to sound like C3PO. Because I love you. Where once I get you your microphone, you're not going to have anything to worry about. So it was down to the Cavs, the Clippers, or not the Clippers, the Cavs, the Heat, and the Knicks. That's what I believe it was, right? That was like the final three. Yeah, I mean, if we really want to call it that, yes, you are correct. So he did this, raising money for the Boys and Girls Club of Greenwich, Connecticut, which if you look up Greenwich, Connecticut, really does not need any money to go towards the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> okay. Just just if you're if you're curious, um, Greenwich is home to many hedge funds and other financial service firms. Mm. Uh, let's see. It is the. How do you pronounce that? Greenwich. Of wealth. Greenwich is home to two of the wealthiest zip codes in Connecticut. The average gross income is $600,000. And medium household incomes is uh, $150,000. So is it safe to assume that Greenwich is where most of the ESPN execs live? Because I'm pretty sure, like, Connecticut's not that big to start off with. but I would say that Greenwich is where most of the really wealthy people live. Maybe not ESPN but mostly the wealthy people. Is it where Rachel Nichols lives? No, Rachel Nichols lives in Los Angeles. All right, we'll get to that. Mm. <laughs> I'll get to that. So he did it in Greenwich, Connecticut. Casual. And it raised two and a half million dollars, and the show raised an additional three and a half million dollars from avenue from uh, advertisement revenue. What? Which Are you serious? Other various charities. That thing netted five and a half million. Yeah. Uh, Holy no, shit! It netted six million dollars. Wow. That's the one fact of this story I was unaware of. So. I um, and on top of that, this was seventy-five minutes. I know uh, that was what killed. Which me. he announced it twenty-eight minutes in. Yeah, that's a, that that one. I'm okay with that though. I'm okay with that. By the way, I'm okay with it. Just what. If LeBron was ever curious why people hate him, it, we can all just point, look back, and just point at this incident. Because I don't think many people hated LeBron while he was in Cleveland because he was in Cleveland. 
Because it was like, oh, Cleveland's going to the finals. That's cute. Cleveland doesn't get anything. No offense, Cleveland. But like, in not the, anymore, bitch. In the two thousands, like that's what it was. So it was like cute. Yeah. But they like did this whole decision thing, and then that's when he started actually being hated by people. Um. Yes, I would argue that people who did not like him in Cleveland the first time around, they are just people like me. You're a Celtics fan. He stomps on your dreams. You have reasonable expectations to hate him. That's normal. Very normal. It's like why you talk about Browns fans. Browns fans despise people like Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. It's just sports. That's how it operates. But the decision, even I hated him a little bit more because, again, and, and he's even admitted this on public platform. I think he did it on the shop, whatever the hell his, uh, his show is. Um, yes. That it wasn't that he left. It was simply how he left. I mean, if it would have been just a normal Woj bomb or it would have been like a five-minute video or something like that. But again, I mean, we're asking a, I don't know, what was he, 1920, right? Uh, no. Or was he like 23? Hold on, hold on. Now so, I know he went into the NBA when he was 18. Now I have to do mental, you're making me do mental math. Hold on. Damn right. Hold on. Okay. He was what with the Cavs for what five seasons before he left? So then that would put hold him on. At hold on. Hold on. He was 20 in 2004. Okay. So he was 26. Okay. This is 2010. Oh, man. He was 20 really? turning 26 in December. Okay. No, I, I see it here on, on pro basketball reference now. See, that kind of hurts my narrative a little bit because I've always kind of made the analogy that like LeBron went to Miami. It was like his four years in college. Like he went to do what he wanted to do, which was be with his friends, hang out, party, win a couple championships. I mean, this, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt your narrative because if, 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 you know, when he was me, a hockey aficionado, most college hockey players are 24. Sure. Yeah, and I I appreciate you helping me out here. So that's kind of the way I looked at it. Um, him, him and coming back to Cleveland is almost like paying a debt in a weird way. Um, And I am surprised that he stayed in Cleveland again as long as he did. And then when he left for the Lakers, nobody said a peep because why? He didn't do another decision. He left the right way. I mean, and even coming back to Cleveland, he did ev- like everything since the decision has been like a beautifully calculated PR move. Seriously, sure. I can um, obviously he had the like not one, not two, not three. That's just guys being dudes, whatever. I don't really care about that. I mean, he had the China misstep last year. Again, if we're talking about he's 36 now and we can only think of like three dumb things he's done. It's a pretty damn good PR here. PR uh, campaign that he's taken himself down. So he will. Um, he, this is his what 18th year in the league. Yeah, or yeah. 17. One. Uh, he, he will play one with Bronny, and then that's it. He's out. He will get there. Is this his 17th, or is this his? Have we not hit 20 with him? No. Oh, oh, three, oh, four was his first season. Yeah. So, like I said, that, that'll probably put him at, like, 21 seasons. 
Um, but yeah, that, that's where I've got him. I think he'll play a year with Bronny, wherever the hell that is. He'll take like a veteran maximum because <laughs> he's definitely not taking the veteran minimum. Um, and then, yeah, just go from there. And he'll he'll probably tell the team straight up. It could be any team whatsoever. And then should we, should we go speculate? Ownership. Should we speculate? How old yeah, is- I mean, I was just going to do that. I was just going to do that. Ronnie's 16. So let's say that he goes at 18. So that's two years from now. Yeah, because he could skip college for what? The uh, the G League? Yes. If he wanted to. But I, 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 do you think he would? I think he's going to have to have a serious conversation with LeBron about that now because only, only because of name image likeness. Right. If he could, Which I if think he, is why. Which is why, which is why I think that it would be like he would be like, yeah, go play in college for a year, go play for. Oh, who does he like in college? I don't think he's got any preferences. Just, just like LeBron, they have like no family ties or no family. No, 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 no I'm saying, I'm saying, who does LeBron like in college? Okay. Yeah, he's retired. I, I know that. I'm just saying, I, I, I don't think he has allegiances anywhere now. I think, I think there's three teams to watch. Truthfully. He's not going to a bum school. Like he's not going to Mount St. Mary's or UMass. He's going. I think it's. I think it's. No, you know what? I'm actually going to take this back. I think there's. I think there's a league, or there's a there's a system of schools, and then there's three big name schools to watch. Okay. I think. I think one. I think he. I think going to an HBCU is not out of the question. Something like Jackson State. Yeah. Okay. Um, Villanova. Yeah. Virginia. Right now you're spouting shit, dude. Well, didn't Tony Bennett coach in the coach in uh, one of the Olympics teams, or did I make that up? No, you did not make that up. That's that's why I say that. And then Cap. That's where I would have number one right there, Cal. Yeah, but that's that's but but that's all. Like I'm just saying that like I don't think he's going to go to UCLA because I don't think that style meshes with him, even though yeah. that he goes to his dad. And I honestly, I I truly think that like wherever he goes, I don't know. If that's necessarily like, do we take style in, that much into account here? Should we? Mm. We probably should, right? Maybe I think we should because it's Mick Cronin. He's not going to change for anybody. Fucking love Mick Cronin. I so, so I'm just I'm just going through the top 25 right now. Okay. Okay. No. Gonzaga. I don't think so. Okay. Houston. No. Kelvin Sampson's a weird one, but no. No to Ohio State too. Michigan, by the way, Michigan's interesting. Michigan is interesting. Oh yeah. Because he yeah, has yeah. a connection with um, Juwan from Miami. Yes. Wow. So give, you I'll wanna, give Michigan you, as a dark horse. You want to talk about a, a rise back to power. It's true. Also, what happened to Mo Wagner? Is he dead? No, he got traded to somebody. Let's play where are they now? Orlando Magic. Oof. Hanging out with Markel. Alabama's a no. Arkansas is a no. Because of location, but the coaching staff is fun. 
Illinois is no. USC is a maybe. Mm-mm. Sure. I said USC is a maybe. I know. It's, I said okay. It's for the same reason that UCLA is a maybe. <laughs> it's right there. Okay. Florida State, I would lean no, but Leonard Hamilton's a weird person. Agreed. Villanova, I already said. Loyola Chicago's a no. Iowa's a no. Creighton's a no. Ohio State, I would put as a maybe. And even then, I they haven't like I I get that Ohio State like weirdly that. weirdly I would also give the edge to Michigan over Ohio State because of the Juwan Howard connection. Ten thousand percent. I don't think that's weird at all. Just because I think it's both- a little weird just because LeBron's just such a massive Ohio State person. Yes and no. I mean, he he's like a I don't know. He, he's he's bandwagon when it comes to it. But yes, I mean, Ohio State hasn't had that final four pedigree in a while. Last season yeah. was their best, I think, in a, almost a decade. Um, yeah. Honestly, price is 2013. So, yeah, almost a decade then. Uh, that's been yeah. their best season. So, because ever since um, Aaron Kraft left, who is back now, he's playing in the TBT. A lot of these guys are playing in the TBT now. Um, but continue, because I, 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 I am – I, th- I think it's pretty much down to two or three schools already. If he goes, but if they look at the if they look at the board and they say, "Hey, you know, we think you can make more money in the G League, get the same sponsorships, all this stuff," I'd I'd skip college, whatever. Yeah, Screw I would it. too. I would totally, I totally would too. The other the other names in the top twenty five that are interesting are Huggy Bear. He would be a fantastic a coach. I'm I'm all in on Huggy. I don't I, – in all honesty, I don't know if he'll be there two years from now. Like, That's they have fair. been – for the past, like, season and a half, he's been on the hot seat, and I don't know if it gets any colder. They did well last year, though. That that school has such high standards for that basketball program, man, that I don't even know how many people would consider last year a success for them because they what they lose, they lose day one or they lose day two. They lost. They lost the second. They lost the big two. That like they they were. So I had them in the elite eight for me, and they didn't even make it to the sweet sixteen. They lost to Syracuse though. And Buddy Heald's gonna be an absolute bust anywhere outside of playing with his old man. Anywhere. I'm finishing this quickly. <laughs> oh. um, Please. Other one. The other one that was on the uh, that was on the list that was interesting to me was. Uh, Texas. Okay. Again, for fun. Yeah, sure. I mean, Durant went there. It's it's got a decent pedigree. It's probably a similar pedigree right now to Ohio State in the uh, in the two thousands. I agree with that. Unless unless he lets his son play for a guy whose last name is Tinkle. I've heard of worse things, but yeah, I'm. I mean, I don't know it. I would honestly discount the money. Like that sounds like really selfish, but I'm going to like, I would kind of like look at it and be like, okay, would I be able to get more sponsorships if I go to college for one year or if I don't simple as that. Um, and because of his name, I, I would assume that he doesn't need that college like recognition to prop him up unless he wants to I play agree. in March madness though. Unless he, I mean, he could, he could want to play in March madness that 
could easily be like a thing. I don't know. He could be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I could finally do something that my dad didn't do. Because it That's seems fair. like every everything's now going to be chasing his old man, which it happens to everybody. Like it happens to Shaq's sons, happens to Michael Jordan's son, who was like weak as fuck. But hey, it seems like LeBron has a much more, uh, or like Bronny has a much better chance of being pretty damn good. That's fair. I don't know why I just thought of this. I thought of the Ball brothers, and then of course by proxy, I thought of Levar Ball. I would like LeVar Ball to join the big three, the big three league. Is that the name of it? I have I have no comment. Is that the name of it? I mean, I can just get yes. that completely wrong. No, it's it's the big three. I'm just I have no comment. I would love it. Or I mean, he, I mean, it would be very funny to hit, like. I'm surprised one of these shows like Fox Sports or something like that doesn't have him on more regularly. And well, why? I do. I do. Headlines all the time, man. He's a headline machine. I, I know, but when you personally attack one of your one of your female reporters and do it not so nicely. Oh, oh, because Colin's still over there. Yes. Well, Colin was a coward for not standing up for Kristen. Let's get that one straight. But I'm also a, co- a coward hater, big time. So yeah. I'm coming in with a very biased slant here. Well, then it co- I guess I could just be going like ESPN too. Whatever. I'm I'm sure that he's offended people over there as well. I don't know. He's offended people everywhere. That's kind of like his job. He's very good at it. Skip Bayless is also very good at it. Cowherd's very good at it. I don't know. Um, I just thought it'd be funny because he's a headline machine, but something happened when LaMelo came to the league. I don't know who told him something. I don't know if it was like LeBron's people and Rich Paul or whatever. Somebody got him to shut up. I think it was, I think it was LeBron's people. I have no idea. Like, obviously we don't know. We can speculate on it. I would love for like LeBron's people to like pull up in like a black escalator and just been like, shut the fuck up, old man, and then just drive away. That'd be hilarious. Uh, not for That'd him, for me. That'd be so <laughs> like almost like out of a movie. Um, just Rich, Rich Paul just like slowly rolls down the window. Like, shut up, old man. Um, but yeah, I there was something about it. Like he, man, and it helps Lamelo out because people. They constantly associated Lonzo with their dad, but nobody talked about it with LaMelo. Or, like, if they did, it was just in passing. So, and we know for a fact LiAngelo is not going to sniff any professional basketball whatsoever. Uh, so, true. he maybe he wants to focus on actually making sure his kids get good contracts, stuff like that. I don't know. That's fair. Oh, uh, okay. Let's. Let's continue here. So because you have the Suns going up 2-0 tonight, I can assume that you've got them winning the series. Yes. I have got this series going seven only because I want to. That's it. I think that I actually do think that the Suns will win again tonight as well. I'm in the same boat with you. I think you'll go 2-0, and then I think the Bucks will win too. Go 2-0, 2-2. Um, and then from there, no clue. So... Let's see here. Um, why don't we go with Tampa Bay? Because we have two things to kind of talk about with this. One, Tampa Bay Lightning are once again your Lord Stanley holders, whatever we want to call it, champions, winners, whatever the hell. Um, 
Pat Maroon, three-peat for Patty. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. And, Not, and but yeah. <laughs> no, you you got something with him. I don't know what it is. That's okay. That's understandable. Um did anything did anything besides the fact that it was just an absolute ass whooping the entire time stand out to you? You know what? No. Truth. It seemed pretty. It seemed pretty like not boring, but it seemed pretty well. Maybe boring. It, it's it's open and shut for me. It was you know I, I pretty much I mean I bet the lightning to win in four. So the fact that that didn't happen was a little surprising. But no, it, nothing nothing about it surprised me. Okay. Um, you know what is surprising though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this off. A lot of people talked about how Tom Brady's deal with the devil was about him playing, and that every city he plays in, the team absolutely those teams in that city absolutely rake, right? We talked about this last year when Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl and the and the Stanley Cup, but. Somebody did some digging. Somebody did some digging. And it's not just where Tom Brady played. It's where Tom Brady lived. So, from 1980 to 1994, Thomas Brady lived in the Bay Area. Uh, Within that time, the Raiders... um, Sorry. Yeah, the Raiders won a Super Bowl. The Niners won one, two, three, four, five Super Bowls, and the Oakland A's won a World Series. Let's go to the Detroit metropolitan area, 1997 to 1998. Well, Michigan won the CFB, and the Red Wings won two cups. Um, 2001 to 2018, I think we all know what happened there. That, see, that speaks for itself. But again, just keep in mind that the Bruins and the Celtics also did well and the Red Sox during this time. And then in just three short years, you have had the Lightning win two cups, the Bucks win uh, Super Bowl. You've had the, the Rays actually appearance in the World Series, even though they lost. So I think it's not a bad time to just bet the Rays uh, winning the ALCS straight up. Does that seem reasonable to you? He's made a deal with the devil, right? Like I, I truly. I mean, the race did go to the World Series last year, so I'm not, I'm not ruling anything out. I'm just saying. I don't believe so. Okay, but I mean, it, yeah, that is that is unholy. What that man has done. Sure. It's very, very true. And also. They didn't mention this, but um, even golf is included in here. Like Colin Morikawa won the Open, and he lives in Tampa. That happened during this as well. I don't I think count. he was. I think he was twenty nineteen. 
Oh, I don't doubt that. I'm just trying to add to the allure here. I don't count that. All right. Just to be difficult, I don't add, I don't count that. That's fine. It's not a big four, so I can accept. Uh, I don't think I can, you know, I can accept what you're talking about. But, I mean, I assume that this is something that you've come across before, so that's why it's, like, not phasing you that much. Yes. Insane to us plebeians who, you know, only – I knew about, obviously – Boston and Tampa Bay, but even going back to like the Bay area in Michigan, that is incredible. Incredible. Yeah, it is. And, and it's, it's very lucky. And I can't wait for him to retire to, uh, to, uh, to Mexico or something and uh, watch Mexico win the world cup. I think people should be bidding for him to live in their city like he's playing there at this point. Cleveland should think, start bidding. I think that would work. I think that would work as well. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, we had another we're having we're in the middle of another Spotify coup. I don't know if you remember that at all. We're in the middle of another Spotify coup. This has nothing to do with sports whatsoever, but I love podcasts enough that I like talking about this, that um, another group of um, Spotify employees are trying to get Joe Rogan kicked off. Of all people, Joe Rogan, really? I mean, it, it to think that Spotify, like, let, let's say it's five employees, and let's say they pay those employees even, let's be generous here, a combined $500,000. Like all those employees are making 100K. Being super generous here. Joe Rogan's worth so much more than all five of those people. And I'm not saying it's just five of them. I'm sure there's more than five, but you get what I mean. Like, I'm sure that there are people that are like emailing applications to Spotify and being like, I will not do this. Like, let, let me in. Let me in. So. Yeah, it's fair. I don't know. That that is my random rant. But Spotify, they're they're seeing the future. They're going on a buying spree. They bought all of the ringer, man. Uh, they did. I did see that. But now they paid Simmons less than they oh no, 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 no. They paid Simmons more than they paid Rogan. But that's because it came he came with an entire network. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely you definitely paid Simmons a piece of that, but then others and then Everyone else got paid as part of it. I'm sure. What, what do you say? Rosillo cleaned up in that, though? Yeah. Is he is he still with the ringer? Uh, I believe so. Ryan Rosillo is good about putting his foot in his mouth, but he's always a fun conversation. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, sorry, that was super random. But Spotify is going on a, a buying spree. They got Caller Daddy. They got a bunch of stuff. I mean, they're unreal. They're just buying them all. I respect it because they're like the Warriors. They're like, if we can't beat them, we're going to buy them. We're just going to, oh, oh, Kevin Durant is going to beat us? Fuck them. Buy them. Get him up. <laughs> How much does he want? We'll pay him. So that I respect. Um, okay. Trying to go through my, we've talked about the deal with the devil here. Um, okay. Last thing I had on my, on my to-do. Um, McGregor, Poirier, round three coming up on Saturday. I'm hyped. I hope you're hyped. 
Um, and if you can't watch it or you don't have enough money to watch it, uh, my company, AMC Movie Theaters, which I'm a partial owner of, um, <laughs> is letting you pay $25 to watch it on the big screen. So instead of paying 70 there you go. Um, how much are they upcharging in popcorn? I mean, it's it's already it's already like upcharged. So you don't sneak your own snacks in. Come on, you're better than that. Hmm. What? You're telling me you don't sneak your own snacks in? Let's just let's just cross this bridge right now. I mean, I do. I just. Okay. No, you can't sneak in popcorn, but like candy and, and sodas and stuff, you can sneak in. Yeah. But it's just movie theater popcorn. It's just. It's great. It's different. Okay. Um, on the movie theater popcorn, do you get extra butter or no? Yeah, of course. You got to. You've got to. Now, I do it. I, I do a little. I, I do the little drip because I, I go to the self-service stations. I hit it with a little bit. Um, I asked them to hit it a little bit halfway through, too. That's fair. Pro tip. Pro tip. Um, who have you got in the fight? And, yeah. Is there anyone other than Conor McGregor? I feel like the only reason why I say that is because Conor McGregor is an underdog. And rightfully so, though. Yeah, I'm not saying not rightfully so. I'm just saying that because Conor McGregor is an underdog. Probably going to lose, but I would rather. I'd rather, I'm not. I'd, rather, I'd rather win and feel like, duh, rather than, not, rather than losing McGregor way and feel like I'm stupid. Okay. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat here. But every time I've actually put money on McGregor, the last three times, he's lost. So what I'm doing is I am fading myself. I don't know if this is like a man-in-the-suit move or not, but I'm fading myself. I'm taking Poirier. And if McGregor wins, it's kind of like a win-win because if he loses, then I get money. But I will say I know um, – like I, I get what people are saying, that Poirier is considered at this moment – the best in that weight class. I totally understand it. He deserves that. But if McGregor loses to this, one, that means he's lost the series. Two, yeah. I don't think his reputation will be able to bounce back. Like, yeah, I get it. He lost to an incredible fighter twice. Like, he hasn't lost to any bad fighters except for Floyd. But um, I, I get it. But so many losses in a row, it's gonna catch up to you. Gotta catch up. That's fair. So this is this for me, this is his reputation's do or die. Um, even if he loses in decision. It's a big it's this this match carries uh this fight, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, this match carries a lot more weight than other ones did. Um, mm -hmm. He seems to be going back to the old McGregor, insulting family members, yelling at, at the media. Um, he's not nice anymore. I don't know if that means anything to people, but the last few fights, he's been very nice to everybody. So, who knows? Truly, though. 
he if he goes back to the old Slim Shady, then then we might we might see a resurgence. So who knows? It's gonna be absolutely wild. I'm very excited for it. I'm gonna be watching it at a wedding, which will be a blast. Um, just standing around in a suit, drinking beer, watching it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. That's a move. It is. It is. I don't know how we're gonna get the job done, but we're gonna get it done. It's possible. Yes. Well, I I am I'm cashed. I, I don't think I have anything else at the moment. I got I got one more for you. Please. So because this is the first instance that I can that I have heard of, at least, I could be wrong. But I think this is the first instance of a player getting traded because they ha- won't take the COVID shot. Now, granted, it's soccer and MLS, so you can take it for what you want. But the Columbus crew acquired Eric Hurtado for $200,000. And in the statement that Montreal released, they said that in their conversations with Eric, he was not vaccinated against COVID-19 and it became problematic. So he started considering, considering a trade. Before proceeding, Eric confirmed that he was not comfortable taking the vaccine. So I consider this as a huge win for Eric here. Okay. You're not going to like this. <laughs> Matt's hands are in his head. I started, I started laughing at this scenario when he said $200,000. What the hell? <laughs> um, number two, that he's now on a team that wants him is okay with his decisions. Number two, and also, they got a great deal because this happens every time. I, you know, I'm I I don't pay attention to the MLS trades clearly, but if if a team knows, or sorry, if other teams know that you're getting traded, then it's it's in your favor. It is in like the crew's favor in this case in point because they knew that they were getting rid of him. So they don't have to offer a ton. Same same way as if like a player is like, well, I only want to go to this team. Well, now I'm going to offer you dirt because because you know he wants to come here. Um, so um, Crew is actually doing above average this year. I have no idea how Montreal is doing. Let me check. But I believe he's going to a better team. Soccer. MLS. Let me hit the table. I do kind of like calling it the table. I have no problem calling it the table. Um, nope, I lied. Montreal's better. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, by like a by like a good amount too. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. Sorry, not by a good amount. We're so early on in the season that one game is separating fourth place from ninth place. Mm. So. Just one win alone. There are that many teams at five and four wins. So, mm, pretty average. But, but that's usually how that goes. You get a brand new stadium, brand new team, whatever. I think this is a huge win for Eric. I know that that might sound like crazy for me, but whatever. He still doesn't have to do anything. You know what? I accept it. I, I hope that the, maybe, like, maybe the crew. I accept it. You, you think the crew was like, hey, man, or not, not to him. They like went to the team and they're like, hey, we're going to trade for this guy. Just like, FYI, he doesn't like needles. Just kind of keep that one in mind. Oh. Everybody's like, everybody's like, whatever. Test positive for steroids. 
<laughs> Spin Zone Master 5000 is back at it again. I love it. I love it. Um, what would you say? What would you say if there is an MLB knockoff, like the XFL of the MLB? And they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to pay you guys reasonably, whatever, as much as we can. But we have got three things that are apart, setting us apart from the MLB. Okay. One, you can use whatever wood or metal bat, as long as you don't cork it. Number two, our pitchers are going to be standing behind those screens because if you're using a metal bat, that thing's coming off like a rocket. Number three, steroids everywhere. You can take steroids if you want. You don't have to. Um, then you can put whatever you want in the back of your jersey. Like, I want I want the MLB to have an XFL. Like, Manfred is such in a bad spot. I think this might be the perfect time for Vince McMahon just to pull a heel move and start this. He's already used to, he is already used to taking care of athletes that take steroids properly and regimentedly. WWE... They admit it. They do steroids all the time. It's a part of their cycles. That's a it's a legit thing. So I want it. Damn it! Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm against it because there's one thing, and there's one thing that I want only. I want it like old MLB, the show where you're able to beat the hell out of people. I think it'd be fun. Um, you know what? I'm gonna look this up then while you're while you're right. It's it was that will be the show, right? Uh yes. Then at that point, you know what we have to do? We've got to bring the goat, we've got to bring Lou Pinella back. He's still alive. That's what I was checking. Yeah, he's 77. That's a man that will throw gloves at any point in time. True. Oh, it was MLB Slugfest. Never mind. I don't get that. I'm all in with you here. That's fine. I want Slugfest. Only a certain amount of fights, though. You can't just be having fights everywhere. Like, it's got to be tailored. Like, hockey does a very good job of, like, they pick the battles. Yeah, it's every, it's, I would say that it's every hit batter, but. <laughs> if you get hit, you're mandatory having to fight. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I know where Jose Canseco will not be playing. The XLB. Sure. XLB sounds cool too. Or MLX. Oh shit, that sounds sweet. Yeah. Sounds like Major League of Cross. MLL. Yeah, I know, but M- MLX sounds like it's Major League. MLS. It sounds more like soccer. Yeah, but ML- but the X is notorious with. Lacrosse, flax, flax, bro. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll half ass give you that one. I'm only giving it to you because you know, I'm nice. Okay. See, now I want this really badly. Um, I used to have this idea when I was a kid and I didn't understand the MLB. Like, I didn't understand that, um, that the, well, this is how it used to be the all star game decided home field advantage for the world series how until a couple years ago it's all used to be um for those of you that don't know but 
now that that doesn't take place anymore, so the All-Star game no longer decides home field advantage. When I was a little kid, I was probably like eight, seven or eight, I thought a good idea would be to build an entirely new, and I actually had it planned in Washington, D.C., before the Nationals were there, but I had a plan. You build an MLB stadium somewhere. Now I don't know where. But you take the coolest part of every stadium and put them all together in one stadium, and that's your World Series stadium. So it would have, like, I don't know, the like the Coke bottles from San Francisco, the power stacks from Cincinnati. Um, there are certain places that are, like, super boring, and I don't know what you would take from them, but I, I, think, it, I think it'd be fun. Okay. A mini I, monster. I just thinking of this because I, I think I'm, I think I'd feel, I I would agree with you. A mini monster with some vines. Yeah. Okay. You know, like there are these stadiums that I have no idea what they bring to the table. Like what is the White can Sox I, can stadium? I, can I go back to like old stadiums? I don't give a shit. Okay, because if it, if so, I want the Marlins Dolphin. Oh uh-huh, no, that mural's coming. Yeah, that yeah, whole okay. thing. That thing's coming. Oh, the brewer yep. slide into the dolphin mural. <laughs> the brewer slide into the dolphin mirror. And then after that happens, the the Chicago White Sox like spinny thing where it's like the fireworks shoot out of. Yeah, okay. Or the or the White Sox showers. You tell me. You know about the White Sox showers, right? I have no idea, but that sounds fantastic. Now I gotta hear so that. in the in the outfield, there's there's showers. For like the fans to take a shower during the game. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. No, I believe you ten thousand percent. I just I know, but you have to like see it. All right. White socks showers. Okay. What? Plumbing council? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is ten thousand percent coming. I was, I was actually, I, I said earlier, I wonder what the White Sox could bring to the table. This is it. Or like some places, you know what, this is kind of like a, a bad claim, but there are going to be some stadiums that don't have anything good, and that's okay. They've got to bring the food or the specialty beverages or something, or the music, something. Everybody's involved here. Sure. Like, I got would, this. There's nothing that I would bring from Texas other than the boomstick. Um, oh, are you talking about the Rangers? Or just okay, I was gonna say Houston, that train's coming. That train is moving with us. That train's sick. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying there's nothing I'm bringing from Texas from the Rangers ballpark other than the boomstick. I think it was Lance Berkman. You remember Lance Berkman? Yeah. I'm 99% sure I saw Lance Berkman hit that train with a home run. In person, I'm sure. Oh, in person? Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I'm sure many people have hit that train with the home. Oh, no, I don't know, man. That train seems kind of deep, but yeah, see, we, we are we are we are in sync here. Okay. okay, there we go. I think it's a pretty damn good place to end it. I agree. All right, well, everybody, I hope you have a uh. A, a thirsty weekend. I hope you are staying hydrated. 
with beverages of all types. Anything from you, Matthew? Dehydrated, my friends. All right. See you next week, everybody. Goodbye.